Ready to rise through the ranks of the online marketing hierarchy? Take some notes from the original Royals of Revenue, the Internet Traffic Kings. We're about to open up a treasure chest of knowledge from the best of the best. With your hosts, Kevin the Cook Father, DiVincenzi, the original Big Fabu, John Fondy, and the ultimate compliance conciliary, Attorney Bennett Kelly. In three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and once again, welcome to Internet Traffic King. I'm the big fabu, John Fondi, and we've got a great show for you. We've got great guests, and more than that, we've got great information for you. So, hey, if you if you watch the show, we want to make sure that we get you involved and get us involved, because this is a non-advertiser promoted show, so we need your help. And what we need your help is go to... Uh, one of our sites and give us a five-star rating on there because that's where the value is going to come to other people so we can build uh, build our audience as well and uh, so from on, on Spotify um, make sure you do that and you can also catch us on Facebook and YouTube as well as our internet site uh, internet traffic kings as well so uh, invite your friends uh, and uh, we'll keep doing this as long as we possibly can and uh, we want you to be a part of it the great thing about this show is that we bring on great information it's pertinent it's things that are going on right now and information that you can use to grow your business grow your health and it's quintessential to really improving your life as well speaking of quintessential to this show I want to bring on the click father Kevin DiVincenzi hey Kevin Hey, John. How are you? Good, good. Uh, quite a week, but it seems like things are maybe starting to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, that's what we see. It looks like Vegas is going to start opening up at least the uh, some of the businesses. Casinos are still uh, three weeks off. Now they're saying maybe Memorial Day, so we still have a while there, um, <clears throat> even though they're a quintessential part of uh, Las Vegas, but somehow... Oh. It's true because what, yeah. what essentially is taking place is is the uh, the gaming commission, the gaming board, right. basically set out uh, a list of gui guidelines uh, that you have to basically follow. There'll be m much more inspections before they actually open those uh, those casinos. But they're talking about putting plexiglass around the gaming tables now. Yeah. Uh, everybody that is, every employee in there is issued. Uh, uh, sanitation equipment and stuff, so everything is yeah. And, uh, there's a there's a gentleman I I co-hosted uh, a friend of mine's got a show, the Big Jackpot. We had him on as a guest uh, a few weeks ago, um, <clears throat> and we had a guy on there that's selling the casinos these UV uh, filters now in between the slot machines. So it's basically a plexiglass with a wiper, yeah, <laughs> that creates ozone. <laughs> so I mean they're they're uh, they're taking some big steps. I don't know. Well, I can't yeah. imagine what's going to happen to the restaurants, the bars, the day clubs. I mean, all that is just dead right now, right? I know that Hakkasan's oh, not opening until 2021. Yeah, they, um, they definitely are, are. All that stuff is going to be closed down for now, uh, particularly yeah. definitely the nightclubs and the day clubs for sure. Uh, restaurants, I think they'll come up with with uh, some possibilities on that. But the other thing is that people are yeah, still going to be a little bit uh, a little yeah, bit squeamish about re restaurants. John, you know, Texas reopened days. restaurants, and a lot of these restaurants won't even uh, open because they're only allowed to have a third of their capacity. So, you know, being in the restaurant business years ago myself, I know what restaurants run at a 17% margin. That's optimal, right? So if yeah. you're running at a 17% margin, you're only at a third capacity. It's never going to work. Anyway, it's never well, going to work. So. so are you seeing any changes uh, in, uh, in your business as well? 
Uh, uh, we're, we're continuing to pivot and continuing to make changes. Uh, traffic is still really, really cheap right now. There's a lot of opportunity. A lot of the uh, big advertisers are still pulling their budgets, which is great. Um, so you're seeing some some new new guys on the on the scene spending big dollars. Uh, a company called Masterclass is spending quite a bit, mm-hmm. and a few others as well. Uh, but the big brands are all pulling right now. So when I say all, I'm, I'm generalizing. Um, and, you know, that's a quintessential part of, uh, of the business, you know, as far as for Google and some of the traffic sources. So, Well, you're so true. And uh, I'm reading a, a book now called um, Millennial Samurai. And it's all about p- p- pivoting and, and looking into the mindset of the millennials and the direction they're going in. So a lot of people are reinventing themselves and reinventing the right way. And you can kind of help with that as well with, uh, with your years of experience. Absolutely. I'm, I've already <clears throat> spoken to quite a few businesses. I always tell people consult as far as how they can pivot because at this point we're going into world 2.0, right? So you have to change, you have to adapt to what the market's going to be. It's not going to be the same, you know? And by the way, congratulations on finix, finishing Hooked on Phonics. It obviously worked that you can read now, so I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Well, it all started with my baby can read, so. Right. <laughs> and I don't have, and I so, don't have to. So gifting you my one-year-old books actually put you on the right path. I'm very that, happy. That is really true. And I'm, I'm learning to color inside the lines as well. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. You know, let me adjust my pull-ups right now as we move on. <laughs> as well. And, uh, Oh, and at um, my age, that's no joke as well. <laughs> well, John, it all depends. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's quintessential to keeping me dry and safe. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, we've got a great show planned for you. got great guests. And, Kevin, that's one of the great things about being the executive producer of this show. You really know this industry, and you bring on, you know, some not only entertaining guests, but guests that actually – really know their business and it seems like it's something integral to uh to this industry and this platform but uh everybody does something a little bit different but they all have a pretty good time with this as well Well, and our goal is to bring on the experts the people that have been doing it for a long long time um to give their perspective and i think that's we've done a really good job doing that so john just just like you spoke about at the beginning of the show we're not an ad supported show so the best thing you can do is like us on itunes give us five stars that'd be great um, go to internettraffickings.com, share it with your friends. That's the best way that we can see support from our fans to continue doing these shows. So thank you very much. You're a quintessential part of our podcast. Not making as much money as you want on the net? The Internet Traffic Kings are by far your best bet. 24 years at the top of the game. Spotify and iTunes, look for them by name. New episodes every Thursday. The Internet Traffic Kings. And we'll uh, and uh, also you can go to the uh, the internet site uh, internettraffickings.com as well. A lot of good information on there. A lot of activity going on on Facebook and also on YouTube. So uh, hey, you can listen to the show. You can watch it over and over again, and uh, and just sit around and have popcorn and, and see how everything's going. Speaking of popcorn and things tasting good, we've got to open up the doors to the newly remodeled uh, green room. Bring in our again. first guest. As well, this is uh, uh, Bill Somerville. Bill, so okay. nice to uh, have you on the show. There he is. And so, uh, Bill, right, you, were, back. 
Bill, you're with uh, Policy Bind, and uh, and there's a lot of information that's basically going on in the internet and the insurance space out there. So I think you'll kind of touch on some of the perils of that, and and your uh, paper call network, and some of the fraud and some of the bogus things that are going around. And you'd think that there would be a little more integrity with what's going on, but you're seeing things happen, you know, every day. And uh, but what you can do is help uh, people, uh, no matter how big or how small their businesses. Bill, I want to take the time to to thank. Thank you for being on the show and it's very nice to meet you yeah thanks so much for having me on the show i appreciate it it's a kind of interesting now that we've got you sat up in your chair now we can actually see your shirt so anyway why don't you kick it off a little bit and tell us standing. A little bit. i got a i got a i got a standing desk yeah so i can uh i can lower it show a little more there you go up, you know and then uh it's funny i just uh i got a uh a, like a, tr a foldable treadmill i put underneath the desk to get my steps in while I'm working nice. for my birthday from, uh, from the fiance. So, uh, yeah, quarantine life has not been too shabby for me. Actually. I don't know if I'm even going to go out of my house, even when I'm allowed to now I have everything here. And you just, you just got a new house. So, uh, you know, you can't get out and explore the neighborhood and stuff. How'd the move go? Everything flawless? It was a shit show, John, to be quite honest with you. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you okay. could um you can only imagine uh as the same before we turn the the video live to to call someone and tell them hey i want to do a move i know that the state is we're in a state of emergency right now we're not technically supposed to be uh moving and you're not a, a quote-unquote essential business uh this is not an april fool's joke please come pick up all of our stuff and, and move it into another home. So it took a couple, a couple phone calls, but we eventually uh, were able to get it and funny enough uh, to get it. Uh, I probably made somebody somewhere money on a, on a moving ad because we went right online and, and filled out a form and were quickly smashed. Yeah, it was, by, it was by probably the, mine. It probably, yeah. It was, I mean, it was probably mine. Yeah. Hope you got a good price for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, were there any special rules that you had to abide by with the, with the move? Uh, surprisingly not. There, there was not uh, any, any type of rules. Uh, I mean, the people that came and, and picked everything up, uh, they uh, were not English speakers. So maybe there was rules. I didn't understand it. Uh, I'm lucky though, my, my wife, she's Mexican American. She did understand them, uh, but didn't tell me anything that was going on. So I hope there wasn't rules, and if there were, she promptly got around them. Well, they were probably just making fun of you. Probably. <laughs> the gringo, the gringo. That's yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so, so what is taking place now in, in your, your line of work and what's going on? Uh, any, anything you can offer up to our viewers today? Yeah, sure. Well, Policy Bond is a it's a it's an insurance based network. You know, we came across this idea of like, hey, uh, if we're gonna do something, let's just do one thing, work in one vertical, and do it as best as we can, so that we can service our advertisers uh, the best we can, and then also get the best offers for for our publishers. So we we stick strictly within the insurance vertical, and right now within uh, the vertical, you have uh, auto, home and renters, Medicare, health final expense and term life. And as you can probably imagine with everything going on in the world, uh, health uh, and final expense and, and Medicare and term insurances are they're very hot right now. 
Uh, and we have a lot of consumers that are coming across and talk times on our calls are very high because you can't turn a television or pull your smartphone out of your pocket or pretty much listen to any type of news whatsoever without, you know, hearing something about the <laughs> pandemic or the virus or, um, you know, whatever it may be. So it's a big, it's a big pain point for uh, consumers at, at, yeah, at, you know, at large. It's just like, Hey, like there's a virus. Um, I am insured, but I'm underinsured right now, or I'm not insured at all. And I need to get insured immediately. So as a direct result of that, uh, fortunately, uh, our industry is, has been has been doing very well, and our advertisers have been doing well uh, and as well. B Bill, talking about small businesses, most of your clients, if I understand it correctly, for <clears throat> will take auto insurance are small mom and pop agencies, right? They're smaller agencies that you're providing calls to. Yes, so That's you know great. we, do, we do have you know some of our uh, some of our bigger clients, but I think for us, what's what's helped us out the most is, is having these smaller shops and having closer relationships with them. And right. even though the cap that we get from them is relatively small, the trade-off to that is that the information that they parse back to us is great. Sometimes it can be almost too, too great. You know, it's like, Hey, I just got off one call. I want to talk to you right. about it. And I want and to talk to, to you too. And to clarify, because again, you know, our lingo cap, we both understand what it is, but I guarantee you nobody else does <laughs> cap, meaning the, uh, the client's budget, what, what they're, what they're willing to take, let's say on a daily, their daily cap. So they want 10 calls a day or 20 calls a day or what have you. That would be what a right. cap is. Sorry. Yep. I was just clarifying. I mean, we just got John reading, so we don't want to, you know, we don't want to really uh, teach him too much in one day. That's too much. That's, yeah, word, word of the day. All of this quintessential stuff is going to be working for us. So I've taken this information as well. Um, probably seen a lot more uh, people looking into life insurance now, I would think, when you have now a mm -hmm. chance to ponder about your, your future as yeah. well. Yeah, they, they sure have. And uh, the affiliates have taken advantage of it and have been pushing on uh, social and search heavily, which we ingest quite a bit of. Uh, some, you know, creative that we take a look at, we're like, wow, that's, that's really good. And, and some of it is a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's the challenge, right? As people using scare tactics, obviously, you know, you, you and I come from the same cloth bill as far as, you know, being compliant and wanting to have a good user experience, but obviously people are going to push the envelope, unfortunately. Yeah, and they will, and that's just that's that's marketing and, and testing is like in order right. to know where. Um, and, and I use this analogy just like in life and in general, it's like in order to know where the middle of the street is, you have to walk to the far side, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get a little bit of a hand slap and be like, okay, well, you know, uh, maybe it's not a good idea to have a creative with Trump like opening up the bill and putting you know bullshit in it, and, you know, like. Uh, maybe that will get you shut down on social media uh, or I don't, I don't know what do you think Bennett would yes. you sign off on that no. <laughs> Facebook certainly is not signing off on it that's that's for sure <laughs> right very true very true so hey we want you to stick around a little bit Bill uh, 
And uh, we're going to now head over to Bennett, and then we'll come back to you here in just a little bit. So we're going to keep you on camera in case there's an opportunity for you to chime in as well. But uh, we're going to now go to uh, the big dog, Bennett Kelly, who's, uh, hey. sitting on the 18th yeah. floor of the luxurious mansion uh, overlooking the Santa Monica. And so uh, uh, good to see you, dog. How are you? I'm all right. Just hanging in there, you know, living the quintessential lawyer life. And, uh, but one thing we've been thinking about and, and trying to talk to our clients about, and by the way, this is just, um, this is for discussion purposes. It's not legal advice. We do not represent the people listening, but we're happy to do so if they want to give us a call. But um, internetlawcenter.com. As, as we, internetlawcenter.net. And, um, oh, oh. and <laughs> as we move back to um, things opening up, um, unlike the way we closed down where it was kind of like the Reed Hoffman analogy of an entrepreneur is someone who jumps off a cliff and invents a parachute. Um, right. you know, we had to do that on the fly. We now have an opportunity to think about what we're going to do and how we're going to open up. And so what do you need to get your workspace compliant um, you know, in terms of whatever the social distancing guidelines will be in effect in the state where your offices are? Who do you bring back? How many people can you bring back? And, and will they want to come back? Um, yeah, I was going to say, Ben, and I think a lot of people are going to push back from going into an office environment saying it's not safe. Is there any liability there? Um, well, actually, there's the issue here in Iowa and a couple other states that they're mm -hmm. making that if you don't go back, you, you lose like, unemployment insurance. But oh, they, really? there's also an issue. Some, some people want to create... Um, liability caps or immunity for employers, you know, mm -hmm. for bringing people back to workplaces. But, you know, the workers are saying, wait a minute, you know, why should we have to go to places that put us at risk? Um, right. I don't know if you know the, the restaurant chain, Houston's. Yeah. Um, you know, they're I telling do. people wearing a mask is inconsistent with our image, so you can't wear a mask. Wow. And, uh, and so, wow. you know, the mask is actually not meant to protect the worker, it's meant to right. protect the, the, the people. Customers, yeah. And so basically they're saying, you know, protecting our customers is inconsistent with our image. So, I mean, there's a lot to think <laughs> about. And the other thing to think about is look at your lease. You know, do you have a lease coming up in, in light of how well this, this remote um, working experience may have been or may not have? You know, right. are you going to need that space? Right. And um, when that lease comes up. So there's a lot of considerations and just, um, you know, you have some time to think about it, you know, in also you probably want to put in place policies mm -hmm. um, and, you know, what are you going to do to make sure, um, you know, what are the standards, what will the rules be for this new workplace? And it's just something you have to start thinking about now. So does that Bennett mean that they've got to basically reinvent or they're uh, you know, those things that, that you get when you sign on, like an employee handbook and all that stuff that's got the rules in it. Do they have, They're to, have to? Yeah, exactly. They're going to have to update it. Um, we're not going back to pre-COVID days. We're going back to kind of this um, post-apocalyptic day of, you know, the first day back. And right. uh, I don't, you know, most people aren't, aren't as old as I am, but you know, it was this... Um, TV movie the day after about a nuclear attack. And you know, this is kind of life after the day after. 
And um, so you know, what do we do and how do, and how do we go back to work? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is you want to be flexible because, you know, there's a lot of warnings that um, as the flu season hits in the fall that, right. it, you know, this may spike again because they're saying the strain could even be stronger. So yeah, I read something last night that this string is now um, changing. It's, it's yes. now uh, morphing into a different string. So a different strain, I'm sorry. So it could, could be interesting. Yeah. And so, and also <laughs> it makes, make sure your office has toilet paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unfair work practices, right? No toilet paper. Exactly. Um, but, now what so about- it's just, it's, it's, now's the time to start thinking about that. And you know, granted, you may or may not know the rules because you know, you're, depending on what your state is, they may not have announced what those rules are. I just, I, I'm, I grew up in Rhode Island and someone just sent me um, the guidance that's coming out from their state in terms of you know, retail stores and how much, how much distance is going to be required between right. customers. And, you know, so it's, it's a whole new world we're going to be working in. Um, but it, why not take the lessons you learned from this experience and implement them? If there are things that worked by doing this remote thing, keep them. Um, that, that's now, what about like uh, movie theaters and things like that? Are they going to you know change the terms you know on their tickets or whatever, or even venues change the terms to? limit liability for any exposure because i'm sure it's something they never thought about before i mean that's that would be an option i mean right i would think and, so and you know but, and would you buy that ticket you know is seeing you know right the new, james ships, bond, right? the new james bond movie was supposed to come out right this summer and it still may who knows <laughs> but um you know are you is seeing james bond worth taking that risk you know some i think a lot yes. yeah i think a lot's going to come out in streaming i i know disney did some releases in streaming recently that was supposed to come out in the theaters um i think that's that's really the way it's going to go because i, mean, I what, saw what, a, a movie theater do? in texas start you know since they had a big parking lot just put right. up a screen and start showing I mean, created oh, yeah. a, an yeah. impromptu drive-in yeah you could you could do that but i'm saying but drive-ins I'm sure. are expensive that's a lot of real estate a, a traditional uh, movie theater. I mean, how are they going to cope? Are they going to do every other seat? It's you know, it's kind of like the uh, yeah the challenge that Vegas is having right now. I mean, how do you separate people? You know, right. same thing with with the stadiums, right? What are you going to do? You know, football game every other seat. Uh, you know, well Which, in Korea way, right now. So here's yeah. a preview. In Korea right now, they started their baseball season without fans. Yeah, and, and ironically it's... enough, they <laughs> they still had cheerleaders. Um, oh, funny. And speaking with no, of that, with no fans. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What about that was soccer? That was more for the TV audience. What about soccer? Soccer's a huge fan uh, audience globally, yeah. right? What yes. do you, and, and most of those stadiums hold, what, 80,000, 100,000 people? Right. And then keep in mind, um, you know, where this is 2020. Um, right. In 2022, there's a World Cup. Right. And then work your way back. You know, they're going to be competitions all throughout 2021 to decide who right. goes. Right. And uh, and so how are we going to do that? Good question. Now, the NBA has just allowed, it said they're going to let people go back to their practice facilities yep. starting Friday in states where it's permitted, but limiting how many players at a time. And, um, you know, I just posted on social media 
about that and that uh, so will that give you know teams and states that are relaxing restrictions um, yeah. an advantage yeah. but you know, you, you know some of the states that are relaxing include Phoenix and Atlanta and I'm pretty sure they're still going to suck <laughs> <laughs> well yeah the Miami Dolphins uh, they basically came out and said hey we're going to go for it we're going to we're going to basically assign uh, different colors on your ticket to which entrance you can come in and come out and they're going to release people like they do in church row by row by row. And so, so really people are really starting to think through this now. Interesting point that you brought up Bennett is when, and Kevin also, when, when we, when we do get closer to, to flu season, how are we going to see what's taking place? Or is it, we're going to see well, extreme reaction or are we going to, you know, yeah. Un, un, yeah. Un, unfortunately, John, I believe that <clears throat> if they don't have a vaccine, which is highly unlikely at this point, um, they'll start the NFL season. They'll start the preseason. And I think by, you know, mid September, October, there'll be a little bit of an outbreak pandemonium will, uh, kick in again and they'll just, you know, suspend the football season and then we'll go back into the sure. same type thing. I mean, until they get a vaccine, I don't think uh, anything's going to get back to even semi, semi-normal. Not that it'll ever get back to normal, but I don't think it's going to get back to semi. Right. And, and going to your point, John, you know, would you want to go to a football game where you're, you have to be assigned the seat, you know, be assigned when you get up, when you leave, when you can go get a beer, a hot dog, right. dog. Like, I mean, it, it's way too structured. I mean, part of the experience in spending <clears throat> good money. I mean, an NFL ticket, an average ticket is 350 or $400. It's not to go into this structured type environment. I, I, I don't see it. I wouldn't do it personally. Yep. And I think that there's a lot of, a lot of mixed <clears throat> emotions out there. Speaking of reinventing yourself, uh, we just looked in the, to the door of our green room and uh, we've got a superstar that's with us there. He's got a big project that's going on. And of course, we're talking about Darren Blatt and we know him as D dollar sign or D money. Um, hey, man, thank you for taking the time to be with us. We like to get these updates uh, every show because you've got a lot going on and you, you had a a great business that we all loved and really loved to, to be out there. You had everybody in the world that were, that were there. And uh, so talk about affiliate ball and what you're doing to, uh, to change your business a little bit. Well, thanks for the great intro. I appreciate that one. Um, yeah. So we're, we're changing things up a little bit. So the affiliate ball is now done virtually uh, until we can all get back together again in, in person. And we have the virtualdigitalexpo.com, which we've just released and we're about to really go nuts with. Uh, you're probably seeing a bunch of advertisements all over Facebook lately because we target people pretty well. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> marketers, right? Yeah. And this is what the show is about, marketing. I bet you I yeah. reach most not, of Not for the big fat blue, though. He tells me he only gets ads for the pens and AARP. That's about it. I don't know why. Uh, it's quintessential to life. Quintessential to life. <laughs> um, the good news is that we're, we're getting a lot of booths sold. So we're, we've got like half the trade show floor already gone. So we're looking Great. to fill up the second half of the floor. And if we need to, we can actually open up another expo hall because we own the venue. We have as many expo halls as we need, right? That's amazing. So what do you think, Darren, as far as when uh, physical trade shows will be back? What, what's your guesstimation? And I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm hopeful like the rest of us that this whole thing could end tomorrow. I mean, if in a perfect world, I'd rather not cr create a virtual trade show 
with virtual right. parties. I'd rather not. I'd rather us right. all go back to a physical to party. Sure. But I mean, look, if they rushed the vaccine out and it was ready in January and everybody could start taking it, then maybe February, March in a perfect yeah. world, but so, realistically, yeah. probably not. So all these companies like, you know, LeedsCon, um, and I'll focus on the word con, uh, just release it. They're, they're doing a show in Vegas in October. So oh, is, that just, is that just a stall tactic? And Bennett, you can chime in too. Is that just a stall tactic because they're holding all this money or is that, do they legitimately think that they're going to hold the show in October? What do you think, Bennett? I mean, well, they're, I think holding, it, they're, it they're, they're holding, through, keep yeah, in mind, right? Bennett, they're holding That's like that probably well over, against well over a million, baseball and yeah, ticket well over a million dollars money. they're holding, right? Well over a million, I would say. You know, they wow. want to have something on calendar so they can say they're right. holding it for. Um, right. Is February, is uh, the fall October. realistic? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I think um, year and a half probably until That's we all I'm, can do yeah. a trade show again. Yeah. Well, it also, the one other thing, Darren, is is could it be a trade show uh, where it's only so many people yeah. at a time? You know, and, would, and would people go to that? You know, is that yeah. the same experience? Yeah, you know, I think the physical trade shows are going to probably have to change, you know, maybe into your one-on-one -on -one meetings or something. But that's, you know, that's bad news for you, Darren, unfortunately, because that would mean no affiliate balls, no get-togethers. But I think that I think the concerts and venues and stuff, I mean, you know, everybody's gone online. I looked at, uh, you know, TikTok. Uh, they did virtual prom with all these big names, you know, like <laughs> performing online. Um, I think that's where it's going, at least for the near future. I mean, I think, you know, being a digital marketer myself, um, we all evolve, you know, so you have to figure out how to change up your strategy with your marketing yeah. campaign. So I approach the affiliate ball kind of the same way. Uh, I just have to change the approach. We could still do the affiliate ball. We're not going to do it in person. We got Nick's master Mike as the DJ. So we're still going to throw a party. And we're right. still going to throw an expo. And I do expect a lot of people are going to go. Uh, today, we're about to send out a massive blast. We have 20,000 accounts already created. So today, we're going to send them notice that their account is ready and it's active. And all they got to do nice. is create a password. So we're going to bring a crowd. I just, you know, I just want to get more exhibitors on board so they can see that we're not stuck right now. We don't have to be stuck without a trade show. Like we right. can still do it. And maybe in some ways it could be a little better since you can actually right. reach people directly and do business right away. When you're passing at a trade show, you can talk for a second, but you didn't really get their name, their card, their number, but through a virtual show, you have a way to contact them. You'll, you'll have all the follow-up. Yeah. That's one of my challenges with a, with a physical show as I come back with all these cards and I bent them, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, you know, or uh, in, in Bill's case, I threw the card away because uh, I took a cell phone number. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this way you'll have everything to follow up. Um, are you still looking for speakers, by the way, Darren? Because I was just thinking of, uh, I'm going to try and do a deal on every show. I was just thinking of Mr. Bennett Kelly could potentially be a really good speaker. You know what? We do need some more uh, legal. Um, that would be amazing. And uh, we do have at least two speaker slots. What we have is we have two days of trade show. And mm -hmm. then the last day are going to be all speakers. Uh, and right. by the way, anybody with a booth can be a speaker during the trade show as well. So we can you have explain that. Can you explain Sorry? that? Can you explain yeah, that? So how, does every, how does that work? Everybody with a booth has a business Zoom account. Some of yep. them have the bigger ones for 500 people. Some have 300 mm -hmm. people. Yep. So if they want to speak, they let us know 
what day during the trade show floor they want to speak and at what time. They can pick any time they want. And we'll list them from inside of the expo as a speaker on that day and that time. And we'll send people to their booth. Uh, in addition to that, the people that are going booth to booth, they might just stumble upon it and be like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. He's already speaking. And grab right, a seat and check right. it out. So essentially um, somebody could be a speaker. Let's say Bennett was a speaker, but he could also have a booth. And then he could do his own presentation at the booth for people that come to his booth directly. Yeah, right. and if he That's wanted great. to, he can record that and we can have an extra screen with our bigger booth package yeah. and you can play a demo video, promo video, and you can still go live. So we have that as well. Wow, um, nice. But as far as our speakers that we're going to do our big day on, we're looking for 10 of the best. We want big names that even besides the big name, I mean, we want content. We want really yeah. good, useful tips for our people because sure. we're all marketers and we want to learn. So that's the focus is let's learn something, do some business and network. We might have an additional day we might add at the beginning of the show, depending on if we fill up with the speakers. Right now we have about two speaker slots out of the 10 that we have designated for June 5th. And then mm -hmm. if we have a lot more quality, then we'll add a day at the beginning of the show, which would be on June 2nd, a day before nice. the expo. Well, great. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, we're going to keep having you back here to keep us informed and uh, as things go along. Good information. Wish you the best of luck and a true example of, uh, of reinventing yourself and uh, yeah. we're going to be there for you as well. So in closing, we're going to kind of uh, set it around the horn here a little bit uh, for a segment of things uh, you should know and things that you need to know. So we're going to start off with the click father and give us some insightful information, Kevin. Some traffic is cheap right now. So if you're just pivot and figure out where you can make the most impact. But traffic is a lot cheaper than it normally is. So if you're buying media, keep expanding. That's what we're doing. You know, we're staying away from the markets that obviously are, are impacted, you know, home services. It's funny, Bill, you talked about uh, your moving experience. We actually have three moving clients right now uh, that we can't really do much with until it opens back up, until the country opens back up. But there's definitely a lot of opportunity. You just have to find it, you know, and, and understand consumers don't have a lot of money right now, but essential services, whether it's auto insurance, life insurance, um, estate planning, final expense planning, anything uh, in, in those realms does well because people are right now, they have the time to stop, pause and evaluate their life. You know, before it's just go, 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 go. I'm sure, Bill, you're probably seeing a lot of people switching their auto insurance now. Um, just because they had time to actually look at their bill and say, oh, you know, and I don't want to turn into a Geico commercial, but they're like, oh, I could save X amount of my, on my auto insurance, where before it would just be like, yeah, whatever, just pay the bill. So I think there's a, you know, there's a, there's a big opportunity there. You just have to find the opportunity, put the work in, and you'll, you'll get the results. Good, good, good. Uh, ben and Kelly, uh, you've always got some insightful information. Uh, not necessarily does it have to be uh, internet related, but tell us uh, what what uh, what we should know, and more than that, what we need to know. What you need to know now is things are in this period of chaos. Maybe cling to the things that give you a sense of normalcy. And uh, this past weekend, we it was Derby weekend, and uh, we didn't have a Kentucky Derby, but that didn't mean you couldn't make mint juleps. So do them. We did and had a great time with it. So you know, you could have made some and Ubered them up to me in Malibu. You know, That's I could. Great. Well, yeah. mm. I still uh -huh. have I, I still have have some whiskey left. So there you go. Um, <laughs> but um, try to do things like that to get you through this this yeah. crisis. Um, you know, cling to the things that 
you know, have that have that sense of normalcy that we once had. Good, good pearls of wisdom. Uh, and Bill, again, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Of course, we're talking with Bill Somerville of Policy Bind and, and good insight. And I know you're going through some interesting times as well. And, and so tell us uh, something that we should know and more so that's something that we need to know. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> something that you should know. Uh, traffic is, I would say, a little bit cheaper now uh, than it has been. And I touched on this before. A lot of people are using marketing tactics that uh, are a little bit on the scarier side. Uh, I don't see too much of a difference between guys that are doing that and guys that are taking a more informative, compassion, compassionate uh, approach to the marketing. Uh, it, it is easier just to get a jump. Uh, on a campaign and, and quickly push traffic. But again, you're more than likely going to get shut down for something like that uh, as you know, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you know, a lot of these places are, are looking for that stuff. Uh, so make it a long play. Uh, I don't think this is going to not be top of mind for quite some time. Uh, you know, and, and I think there's, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of way to, to help people and make money at the same time. And if you can do that, um, kudos to you. And then something you should know uh, that you probably already know that I'll remind you is, um, you know, just take care of yourself and take care of your family in a time like this. Great. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the yeah, show. Thanks, we want to have you come back from time to time. And, and uh, also those of you that are, are listening to this show or watching this show, uh, if there's a topic that you'd like us to talk about or touch on, you know, please, please, uh, you know, ping us and let us know what's going on so we can answer those questions as well. And uh, and uh, more so than that, remember we are a non-advertiser, non-ad sponsored show. So the way you can help us is make sure that you go and give us five stars in the ratings wherever you're taking this in, and uh, that's going to help us grow as well. And uh, Week to week, we'll, we'll kind of cover what uh, what you guys need to know and what you should know with our experts. And uh, we'll kind of get through this and, uh, and continue to give great information. Again, we're in the campus of UNLV in uh, beautiful, as you can see behind me, non-downtown Las Vegas. And uh, we're all going to get through this as well and with the help of each other. And it uh, gives us a chance to chat with each other. So great show, you guys. I want to thank uh, the Click Father, Kevin D. Vincenzi. I want to thank, thank the new dog, Bennett Kelly, uh, Bill Somersville for being with us, and Brasco for engineering this whole product as well. And we're going to have more information. We're going to be back uh, for our next show uh, every week as well. Kevin, want to thank you, our executive thank producer, for, uh, for pitching in and carrying the, the heavyweight force. And, and, and every, uh, every week our show comes out on uh, iTunes on Tuesdays. So every Tuesday, look for a new episode on iTunes. Oh, that sounds great. Thank you so much for trusting me with your most precious item, your audience and stuff. So in closing, I'll pull up the Depends and uh, give you some quintessential thoughts to take into the week. And, uh, and we'll see you back next time. I'm the Big Fat Boo. I'm John Fondy. And you've been watching Internet Traffic Kids. We'll see you next time. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.